Okay, so... So this is the PP podcast. No, it's not the PP podcast. But I think it'd be good if it was just like the like the music goes. My name is Swap. I am. <laughs> I think that's good. But I think I think something like that would be fine. Welcome everybody to the very first episode of the Peeps in a Podcast podcast. I got three peeps in this pod. My best friend Sierra. What's up? My friend Natalie. Yo. And I got my man's, my boo thing, my boyfriend, my boo boo, George. Hey. All right. Well, that was uh, that was good intros, guys. Very strong. So welcome, welcome everybody listening, near and far. This is our very first episode, so bear with us if it's a little weird. We're we're just breaking the ice here with you guys. So we're going to be doing some icebreakers. Well, icebreaking with you guys, really, because with we've known each other for too long now. How long, long have I known you? Like, me? How are we? Uh, I have known you, Miss Sierra. 11 years? Since 2014. 2014... No, 2013. 20, 2014? No, 2009. Oh, my God. 2009. What? Damn. Did you just forget was... your high school experience with each other? I had <laughs> George in 2014. Are you getting me and George mixed up? No, low-key, I always forget what year I started high school. When I think high school, I think of my graduation year just immediately. So, no, Damn. I've known you for since 2009. So, yeah, it's going to be 11 years this uh August or September. August. I don't know. Wow. We need a friendsversary. Oh. We do. How cute. Well, we missed the 10-year one. Well, damn it. The Tinfinity. <laughs> and um, I've known Natalie for three years. That was an anniversary check. <laughs> Natalie, <laughs> did she pass? Yeah, she hesitated for a sec. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, call me out on live audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I've known George for six years and so sierra i think you've known george for about roughly the same because you five and a half yeah five and a half something like that i introduced you two pretty pretty early on and then you guys liked each other better than you liked me so it got real awkward i mean obviously not (laughs) i think for a minute i hung out with sierra more than Bernetta. hashtag frisbee (laughs) hashtag frisbee yeah um, so I thought we could do a couple icebreakers, but then I started thinking back to my experience with icebreakers and I realized that icebreakers suck. I agree. I'm doing them every, every year, the first day of school. And the thing for me, at least with icebreakers was the fact that I was in a gifted program all through middle school. So I was in the same, in the classes with this, hold on. I was in classes with the same exact people for three years. Yet somehow, <laughs> I had to do an icebreaker every year, and I was like, "I've known this person forever. I already, I already broke that ice. It is gone. It's melted. It's water now. <laughs> it's, it's water now. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how to. How was your guys's experience with icebreakers? Because I personally did not did not like them. But what about what about you, Natalie? Icebreakers give me PTSD, practically. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Icebreakers for me, 
icebreakers for me was just a moment for everyone to just like judge you off one sentence and I just thought of so many sentences at one time and I couldn't pick one and it freaked me out yeah I always try to think of like the most interesting thing about me and then I realized that I'm not a very interesting person because I couldn't think of anything and I think I actually did an icebreaker when I worked at, at, um, at a hospital like the during the orientation period and I was like this is my chance I'm not gonna be here for that long so I'm just gonna lie and I told them that I, I told them that I played like three different instruments. And lo and behold, this guy that was also coincidentally working in my department was like a music producer. So he was like, "Oh my god, you play the piano and the saxophone." And I don't even know what else they told I told them, but he was like, "Oh, we should get into the studio together. We could make some like really cool music." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. Like for for sure, let's do it." And I walked away, and I was like. Oh my god. The one time I choose to lie and pretend to be interesting, it backfired. <laughs> <laughs> but you did play the saxophone. I did. I do know how to play the saxophone. Like that memory is still somewhere in the back of my mind. So if I p were to pick it up again, it would you know, it would be rough at first, like let's be honest, but I could probably figure it out. But I told them like I played the flute and I've never played the flute in my life. <laughs> That's so different than the saxophone. Yeah, but I have a flute at my house, and both of my sisters played the flute, so I was like, yeah, I'd play the flute, too. Alto is better. No. Tenor all the way, yes. <laughs> George, you just like the tenor because you like big things in your hands. Whoa. You know, size matters. Size matters. It does. You can blow on um, it, too. I got lucky at birth with this whole icebreaker thing because I just always copped out and was like, I'm a twin. And he's a boy. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Like, six-year-olds were like, a boy? That's crazy. Are you identical? And I'm like, no. <laughs> we're not identical. And that would, that would be a good segue for your teacher. Be like, okay, the first lesson is science. <laughs> science, biology. George, how did oh you feel about, about icebreakers in your school days? So, like, K through 12 icebreakers to me always sucked because same thing. I was in a gifted program. I was always with the same kids every single year. And every school that I went to was pretty small. So our class sizes are maybe like 100, 120 kids, like graduating class sizes. So it wasn't very wow. big. And college was different, though, because you got to meet so many different people from different places. Like I ended up going to UCF and first year of college, like, you have either auditorium-sized classes with 300 people that you're never going to fucking know except the person next to you, or you have class sizes with 15 people, which is, like, English 101. So it was always oh, interesting man. to hear about the same thing. Like, my turn came around, and I'd blank out and be like, yeah, like, I'm from Miami. I like cars. Like, next. But Please don't <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> like, whatever school I guess. I, I forgot about that in college being that everything is the classes are so big because you don't have to do an icebreaker. You know how long that would take to go 300 oh people plus, and especially like the like the online ones. Well, that was the whole thing with like college, especially then teachers started being slick about it. And then like their entry credit for like that class, like the first grade you have in the grade book was like, oh, make a post on Canvas, which is like where we use to communicate. Make oh, a post on God. Canvas. Uh, sentence about yourself and post a picture or something like that. 
That was so weird. I remember that. Nobody's gonna go through and like read this about anybody else. I think canvas gives me more PTSD than the word icebreakers. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> canvas was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm so glad I'm not in school anymore. Like genuinely, even though sometimes I'm not doing a- anything, and I'm like, do I have a homework assignment due? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Yo, I get anxiety about doing nothing all the time. It's like I should be doing something. Yeah, and I think that not only goes back to just school in general, but at least for you and me, Sierra, it goes back to being in the IB program because we literally, if you were doing nothing in high school, it's because you were forgetting seven things that you had to do that were due the next day. Man. Yeah, our high school experience was like, like war. That's probably not, not probably not an accurate thing, but it was. It, it felt really like terrible. I couldn't remember vividly just like a handful of breakdowns I had the last two years, like full on, like dry heaving, crying my eyes out, thought I was gonna die basically, and then I didn't. So that's good. Jeez, I went to yeah. public school like all of my years, like in like you know k through 12 so like all of my classes were huge and people like i met all over south florida basically and i don't know it's wild to me to think like you guys only had a hundred something people in each class and stuff like there was like hundreds of people in my class it was wild i always met someone new your graduating class was like 800 something kids yes technically we had like a thousand kids but of course, people failed and did not graduate. But <laughs> wait, there was a thousand people or eight hundred people in your graduating high school class. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah, my school was huge. Like I thought you were in college, and I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, call. I was thinking about the oh, graduation no. <laughs> ceremony for college, and those take forever. Oh, Luckily, my I my last name starts with a D, so I was at the beginning of the list and then afterwards you just kind of have to sit there and wait for everyone to be done my last name is Wisniewski I get to watch oh, everyone no. before I even get to walk <laughs> oh. <laughs> should I say my last name on audio that's wild yeah that's why I said my last name starts with a D keeping it mysterious is it I can't think of any last names that start with a D other than my own <laughs> Don't worry, Sierra. Nobody can spell your last name, so it's fine. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know, there, there are a couple like athletes that have that last name. So any football fans out there, <laughs> isn't there one on the no, Green Bay are. Packers? I it, it might be the Packers, but wasn't there one on the Steelers too? I'm pretty sure there was one. On yes, the Steelers, yeah. Yes, I remember seeing some person. I don't know who that was. I don't know anything about football, but I was really like, Sierra, look, it's your cousin. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> Probably was, though. Yeah, honestly. I remember um, when we first met, like, my main goal was to learn how to spell your last name. And your last name is actually what brought us together and made us friends. Forcibly, I made you my friend. Yeah, I thought you were weird. Yeah. Oh. I think that's how all of my relationships have started in my life. You don't know that story, Natalie? Kind of. But not not really. Oh, I love telling that story. Well, let me let me paint you a word picture. Nice. Picture this. It was 2009. It was Florida. It was probably hot. 
because it always is hot. Mm. But um, we had this uh, this open campus, so that we all of like the freshman lockers were in the backside of the of the building, and I had two friends. Well, also forcibly made them my friends because they were two people I knew from middle school, and they were the only two people I knew in that school period in the high school. So we were sitting in front of um, one of my friend's lockers, like for lunch. And then Sierra walked past because her locker was in that same rack. And I was sitting against the lockers and she was standing to my left. And at that time you had to wear IDs all the time. So hers was clipped to her pants on her left leg. So I look over and I see her last name and I'm like, the hell does that say? So naturally I asked her and I was like, the hell is your last name? And she looked down at me like, <laughs> no, just... like what's your gremlin doing? Because I'm sitting on the floor and she's standing up. So it's just creepy to begin with because I'm basically just staring at her crotch. In my defense, you yelled. <laughs> what that's, is your okay. name? And in Dang. my defense, that's just my talking volume. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I asked her, I asked her how to spell or how to say her last name. And she told me. And then after that, like, we would always eat lunch in front of those lockers. So every time she would come out of, like, what was it, fifth period or whatever, she would come to her locker to put stuff away. And I would say hi to her every day. And then she became my friend. But also, (laughs) if you wouldn't have done that, I would have had no friends. So No, you had had your football friends, your... Uh, I was about to say fantasy football. Your flag football friends. Fantasy football. <laughs> what was that one chick? Dang, she was gambling at fifteen. You wait. What didn't you have that one friend? What's her name? Tori, Vanessa, Nikki, Tony, Tony. That was close. That's Tori. Shout out to Tony. Tony with an I. <laughs> you know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> I think about that all the time now. How I Met Your Mother reference, right? How I Met Your Mother yeah. reference. And honestly, How I Met Your Mother references have kind of been tainted ever since the the series ended because that is such a polarizing finale that people are either like, oh, yeah, How I Met Your Mother, great. Or it's like, how dare you bring up that monster of a show that wasted my time and just people just go off. And I know this because Ooh. my sister is one of those people. So I'll bring something up. And she's like, don't even mention that show in this house. And I'm like, damn, okay. My bad. I never finished it. Don't. Or go up to That's the, like, what I've been told. Yeah, the, the, the penultimate episode. And then watch the alternate ending. And then you'll be happy. Oh, the- There's an alternate ending? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they aired it after the fact because everybody was up in arms about it. Yeah, but they were like, no, this was totally like, this this was totally up in the air of how we were going to finish it. Like, you know, this was a very viable option. And we're like, bro, no, it wasn't. I mean, you had the kids from the first season, like the same age, you had them sitting there talking about, I can't say much because Sierra hasn't seen it, but like talking about the, that, the, uh, the dad's decision. So no, clearly you knew exactly how you were going to end this, the, this series from the get you're right because they would have had to record that in the beginning exactly imagine being the writer and like you thought you put out something really good and then everyone is just like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and then you have to rewrite it like how embarrassing that's wild 
I, I think even better than that, though, the kids had to literally hang on to the secret until the show ended. Oh, oh you're God, right. I would have told someone. I would have told someone and just sworn oh, to the wow. secrecy. I would have signed those, signed those NDAs and be like, okay, cool. And then turned around and be like, Sierra, can you keep a secret? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get me to sign it. <laughs> um, and the, the same thing happened with Game of Thrones. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, personally. I'll, I'll pause for everybody to be shocked. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, once that aired, I remember my brother-in-law, my two sisters, they were in love with Game of Thrones. And when it ended, they, we, like, we were all in a group chat. They went off. And they, everything was in caps. There were bad words. I was like, my virgin eyes, my goodness. But, yeah, the same thing. They were calling for them to rewrite the entire season, not even just the last episode. I've seen a lot of Game of Thrones memes, and that's my entire extent of my knowledge for that show. I've seen no episodes. I, I, I all think the, the only through. meme I've seen is like the one where it's like, "Oh, I raised a, a dragon. I like uh, was siblings to one or whatever." And then you have donkey on the bottom. It doesn't even say anything <laughs> because you know what donkey did, dragon. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a really bad sound. Um, here, cut that out. <laughs> it's staying in. Um, <laughs> but yeah this is this is fun this is this is going well i think um yeah we've been trying to to get this podcast together for what is it three months no i looked at our text messages just the other day and my first text to you about this was um september oh. of 2019 <laughs> Damn. it is may of 2020 by three months, I'm at nine. Oh my god, this is literally like our baby. It's been nine months, and now the baby is It is our born. baby. Nine months. <laughs> Aw, so cute. I love our baby. Right now, it's in its ugly stage, but it'll be fine. Oh my god. Okay, I think about this a lot, but babies all look like potatoes. Babies are all ugly. I don't care who you are. Unpopular opinion. Babies are ugly every time. I don't think. I mean, I might be a little biased. Let me rephrase. Newborns. Newborns are always no. ugly. I hate newborns. I've seen some cute newborns, though. Change my mind. Change my mind. <laughs> Change take. my mind. Sierra, these are, this is the icebreaker episode, not the hot take episode. <laughs> She's a baby hater. I'm a baby, baby hater. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag canceled. Don't worry. Um, this is the pilot episode of the podcast. In the second episode, we will have Sierra recast. There will be a <laughs> there will be a Sierra. Recast. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get pregnant, have the baby, give it to someone else for three months, and then when it's cute, I can have it back. Wow, <laughs> I, I do see That's what you're so saying rude. though. I see what you're saying though about um, newborns though, because I mean, when they come out, they have like cone heads. Yeah, and then they just stare at you because they're, like, trying to learn or whatever, which I get it. Like, you're trying to absorb, but, like, you're freaking me out. Just don't stare at me with your beady eyes and your little head. I don't know. It's not its fault. They're not They're not staring at you. They're staying, staring in the general direction they hear your voice. They can't see? How long does it no, take a baby babies, to see? Babies yeah, can't they see. They see, like, they see, like, blurs or shapes or basically masses. And then their eyesight checks oh. in like a little bit later. I don't know well, exactly when, but 
Yeah, they can only see if you're like right up in their face. Damn, so we give birth to blind babies? <laughs> no, they can still they can see. They're like Daredevil, <laughs> which is not a superhero. Oh. Hot take. Daredevil is not a superhero. We'll get to that. We'll get to that uh-huh. another episode. That'll be a that'll be a superhero episode. And that you can if I when I mention Daredevil, that could make George go off for hours on the merits mm. of that superhero. But basically I've also never he, seen Daredevil. Good. Daredevil sucks. Change my mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they can't. Babies can't see. They're kind of like um, Daredevil in the sense that they see they see shapes and they see masses. And then, I mean, if my baby is blind, then after that, I guess they're. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I would like to preface this by saying I've watched all seasons of Grey's Anatomy, but I am not a licensed doctor. So uh-huh. this is just what I vaguely remember from my sisters having kids and telling me these things and Google. But. Ah. Yeah, if the baby's blind, then I would I would assume that their vision cuts out or they don't, like, see the masses from the beginning. But if a baby can see, then after a while, it'll start to get clearer and clearer and clearer, and then they can actually see you. But usually, if they're wa- like, looking, looking in your direction, it's because they're following your voice. You've watched all of Grey's Anatomy? Oh, oh, I've watched Grey's Anatomy multiple times. Has she seen it forwards, backwards, randomly? It doesn't matter. She's seen it all. And I can tell you what episode it is and roughly what season by just like watching a couple minutes of it. I've it's, seen a few of those really episodes, bad. but I was more of a I was more of a house person. I watched House. I watched House for a little bit. But House doesn't have as much drama as Grey's Anatomy has. Sort of like House, like honestly, in a couple episodes you're like, okay, same thing's always gonna happen. Like House is gonna misdiagnose you. And then they're going to run around. He's going to yell at everybody. And then he's like, wait, try this. And then all of a sudden, like, magically, like, the person starts getting better. And then they get worse. And then he's like, wait, no. You were right all along. And then jump back. And it's like, oh, my God. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) And I I just saw it for, like, the first time in forever with my parents the other day. I've never seen House. But I I thought it was – or I've I've always heard good things about House because he's kind of like – a sassy, take no nonsense, kind of like, kind of like an asshole type doctor. Smart asshole. He's a smart asshole. That's exactly what he is. Oh. But my point is, between my house knowledge and your Grey's Anatomy knowledge, I think we should change our podcast from like a chill hanging out podcast to a um, educational podcast about anything doctor. I got you. Okay, ready? Thank you for listening. Uh, three, two, one. This is the medical podcast now. We're going to teach you how to take out your own appendix. Antibiotics. That was actually a couple episodes of Grey's Anatomy. That actually happened. They didn't take their what? own appendix out, but they were taking out each other's appendix. Wait, for appendix. fun? What? Yeah, because... For real? Um, yeah, because the... Oh, oh no, you... No, please. Let's, let's not let me... I've watched this episode several times. How about no? Yes, you explain it, please, George. How do you remember the episode? What happened? He started cutting each other open, like yeah. But why? Because they weren't getting enough practice. Oh my god, my baby knows. <laughs> yeah, because the they were interns at the time, so um, the main characters were residents, and they weren't letting the interns basically do anything. So they were like, we have to learn how to practice somehow. And then one, there was one really crazy chick, and she's like, oh, take my appendix out. And everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. 
so that's what happened. That is so, that is wild. I have my appendix still for anyone who's wondering. Oh, me too. My brother doesn't. Do we all have append appendixes or is it appendicitis? Dr. Anna? I still have mine. I would mine. assume it would be appendices because if there's an appendix in a book, the plural is appendices. Sounds like parentheses. Or parentheses. It does. Parentheses. <laughs> Please take out my parentheses. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like if you don't get your appendix out when you're a kid, then you're going to have it forever. What causes well, you it heard to rupture, first, folks. Dr. Anna. Dr. Anna's in the house. <laughs> she said you'll have your appendix forever. Um, Natalie, did you ask what hap- what causes an appendix to rupture? To rupture? Yeah, like I've always wondered that. Well, according to well. my mom, my brother's appendix <laughs> ruptured because he had too much ketchup. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I don't know how medically sound that is. If you're a doctor... Does your brother have a ketchup problem? That sounds like something you tell your kid when you're upset about their ketchup use. <laughs> Honestly, kind of. Oh, uh, hold on. I'm going to put a pin in that in my thought for a second and finish this story first. But that's what my mom said because, like, a, uh, an appendix. Ketchup is basically just sugar. So my brother, sure. when he was a kid, he would eat everything with, with, um, with ketchup. It'd basically be like if he had rice, he'd have a bowl of ketchup with a side of rice. What the so, fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Wow. But it, it, it ruptured, and according to him, he technically died for a couple minutes, and then they brought him back, so... Is that true? Confirmed by your mom? That's what he says. That's what he says, and I have no reason to not believe him, so I guess so. I mean, I guess that is, like, internal bleeding and whatever. Yeah, because basically once your appendix ruptures, like... You have a limited amount of time to fix it, or else you die. The appendix doesn't do anything in your body, but it can kill you. That got really dark. Really. Yeah, I didn't know what to say to that. I was just like, well, hope my appendix does stay in me now, because I don't want to die. So let's go back to a lighter lighter topic of icebreakers. So, because currently it is... uh, 13th of May 2020, which means we are smack dab in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic. If you are listening to this afterwards, we may have made it. We may still be in the middle of it. But if we are still in the middle of it, stay inside, wear masks, wear gloves, you know, keep each other safe. That was this PSA. Hashtag six feet. Stay six feet away. Exactly. Social distancing. Um, But I... Well, I googled icebreakers for virtual meetings because everything is through Zoom now, and I would like to read you guys a list of um, this blog's favorite virtual icebreakers that will help you start oh. and continue your next online meeting on a high note. Okay. So, because usually in schools or in a group, like physically present group, the icebreakers are like, you know, everybody say your name, and then like one fact about you, and the next person you know, goes and so on and so forth, or you have to memorize the people's names before you or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. But these are, you know, something simple, like where are you joining us from? Joining you from my living room, right? And then this one is, show me your workspace. Okay, I guess that's fine too. 
The third one is family portrait. Now, why what? does my boss <laughs> want to see my family? I would That's never. Weird. I would just pick a random picture. I'd get like a stock photo off of Google and be like, here's my family. <laughs> just ignore the watermark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's a weird one. No, that's 100% weird. If someone said, show me a family picture, I would be like, so are we working? Or are we like, are we on a date? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I, I it says family portrait. So I didn't think of a picture. I thought that you, the icebreaker would be you physically gathering your entire family in one room to stand in front of a camera so that whoever you're talking to can see everybody in your family. <laughs> that would be even better. Imagine me trying to wrangle my family into one room. Oh, oh God. It's like hurting cats. Yo. <laughs> Feral. Feral cats. Feral cats. Um, this one, the next one says one word recap. Now, there's a link of to what? this. I didn't actually click on the link. I just, this is just the first um, entry when you Google icebreakers for virtual meetings. So there is like an ellipses at the end of this. So there's more to the sentence, but I prefer mm. this like cutoff version because then we can fill in our own blanks. Because one word recap. One word recap about what? Exactly. Your day? Your life. Who you are as a person? I think we should do who you are as a person. When you describe your life in one word, you say, it's a bitch. That's three words. No. It's technically it's a contraction in another word. Well, you can hyphenate it and then you be like, in this bitch or it's a bitch.com in this bitch <laughs> mm. yeah like like let's say sierra one word recap of you who are you as a person in one word for our for our listeners to get to know us a little better too this is really hard um i'm gonna go with passionate final answer <laughs> this isn't family feud i'm not gonna be like show oh, me sorry. passionate <laughs> um, Natalie, what about you? Mm. Nerd. Nerd? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I would go with loud. I think that's pretty accurate. George, finish this off. Quiet. Go snap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you guys had the one word recap, me, what would you say? Go, Natalie. One word recap for what? For me. For you? A recap of your life or what? What do you nah, mean? No, just yourself? if you had to describe me in one word, how would you describe me? Shit. Well, you already said the word passionate. <laughs> That's shit. a good word. <laughs> no. Shit. Thank you, Natalie. Shit. You heard it here first, folks. Shit. Because oh, passionate would be a great word to describe you. Like, ah. Okay, I would say spontaneous. Mm, that is true. My first instinct was frazzled. Mm. <laughs> also true. Because <laughs> when you get overwhelmed, like just your face when you're confused <laughs> is my favorite thing on this earth. <laughs> because you just look so lost. And I know that your mind is going a million miles a minute. And you're just overwhelmed but it's just it, i think you 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 were kind of frazzled it's like i can see all the dots but i have no pencil to connect them and it's just like wow <laughs> yeah, pretty much um, no pressure, <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. 
I know I set the bar really high. Uh, that was definitely a good one. That's the best way to describe her. Um, I'd go with Looney, but like not in a bad Looney. Yeah. Natalie called me shit, and now you're calling me Looney. I'm what, gonna what? get out of here. No, that over. was not my word. That was not my I'm official editing word. That. My word. I'm editing that. You call me Looney. <laughs> Sierra's gonna edit this so that all of us say the best person we know. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. You're all just gonna say passionate. <laughs> but it's not gonna be our voices. It's gonna be Sierra mimicking us. So it's just Sierra four times in a row saying passionate, passionate, passionate. <laughs> Was that your Natalie voice? Passionate. No, honestly, I just thought that. I thought about it, and all of our voices kind of sound the same, or like are on the same timbre. So that is I just thought I gotta throw it out there. I gotta gotta go low. I gotta go high. You know, do some harmonies. Gotta do some <laughs> me 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 me. Um, should should we do this for everybody? Like, should we do Natalie next? Yeah, I think we should do Natalie. Let's go. Let's do her. <laughs> Sierra, let's do her. <laughs> Sierra, will you please? Um, say, tell us one, one word to recap your girlfriend. I thought you were going to say, Sierra, could you please do her? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have to ask you to do that. You do that on your own accord. She's already in the closet. <laughs> Reference to our listeners. She's not in the closet. She's physically in a closet right now. Oh yeah. We're currently, um, we have a very high budget here at Peeps in a Podcast. Um, George and I are coming at you live from our living room floor. Sierra is coming at you live from her bedroom closet. And Natalie is also in her closet. High production value here, people. Neither of us are, what's the word, figuratively closeted, but we are literally closeted. Yes. Yes. But one word for Natalie. Can I go with Natio? <laughs> Natio. Also for um, the, the, nobody can see our... our I forgot. Setup, but we have our, our names inputted in there, and her name is Natalie, which would be shortened to Nati, but she added an O at the end of it as a typo. So, Natio. That's Natio to you. Um, I think I'd have to go with soft spoken. Okay, that's hyphenated. That's good. That's good. That's hyphenated. <laughs> 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 I'm, we gotta keep it within the rules here, okay? This is not chaos. This is not anarchy. Can I pick a second one? Sure. Kind. Oh, that was that was mine. I should have said oh, no. Oh shit! You should have said no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. One word to describe Natalie that is not soft spoken or kind. Oh, I was gonna. I would say you're kind of frazzled too, but I don't want to say the same thing. You guys both get, when you're both frazzled at the same time, chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> um, George, do you have one? You guys can come back to me. Come back to me. Um, I'm gonna say entertaining. <laughs> entertaining. entertaining. What does that mean? <laughs> Natalie's like on a stripper pole. <laughs> just because when we're out in public with you guys like it doesn't matter if it's like something where she's frazzled or she likes it or anything like that like it's just funny to see her because it, it it the way that she expresses herself it, it's entertaining it's just that oh she's very are you talking about when i'm drunk or when i'm sober <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would say Natalie's funny. Natalie comes in with some zingers sometimes. I'm just like, oh, where were you? Like, where'd you come from? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think Natalie's funny. Yeah, she's very funny. Okay, now do me, guys. No, oh, thank you, guys. George. Okay, well, so um, that ends this segment. <laughs> don't don't let everybody go at once, please. There's too much love happening right now. I want to say wise, honestly. Oh, I like that. You know a lot Ow. about different things, like. That is true. I, lo- I do love myself a good fun fact. A little FF. <laughs> I'm going to say intrusive. Because she's always on the face saying something. I feel like out. there was a better word th- that you could have said that had the same definition as that word. <laughs> but I said intrusive, yeah. That, ladies and gentlemen, is my <laughs> loving boyfriend. He loved me to the moon and back. <laughs> we're gonna have to go to a word from our sponsors so i can quickly uh, murder i mean talk to him <laughs> sierra close us out this is going great <laughs> and that's all we had for today folks if uh murder comes uh around just know that it was not anna it wasn't me okay shaggy that was shaggy right did i get that reference yes hell yeah you oh, know it took me 10 one. years to learn that Okay, let's do one word about George then. Wait, then I want to do you. <laughs> oh. Okay. What's the opposite of emotional? Logical. I'd say logical. I was going to say cold. <laughs> no. Okay. Logical. I meant, I meant it as in your thought process, not as in not as in your heart. Yeah, well, I mean, this was this was going in a downward trajectory, so I was reflecting <laughs> myself. <laughs> I'd say you're very logical. You can you can decipher when to make a decision with your emotions and when to make a decision with your logic. Yeah, I try to. Okay, let's do let's do my loving boothang. Let's do George. I would say you're laid back, like to the extreme. To the extreme. Um, I feel like there's a better word to describe this adjective, but I want to say he's cool. Like, he's cool to vibe with. Like, I don't know. He's a homie. I thought you were going to say he's a homo. (laughs) (laughs) One word to describe Hannah's boyfriend. Homo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if I had to describe George in a word... I think I'd go with thoughtful. I think that's good. This is this was a good bonding experience, guys. And you know what? Ironically, we haven't been talking about icebreakers that much in this icebreaker episode. But that was technically an icebreaker. Nice. We did it, y'all. Does that mean we're technically like shaved ice right now? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but um t- we need a soundboard for all my jokes I'm about to start coming. We need like a cringe button. Whoa, Natalie just slayed me. <laughs> Anna, there's one of them zingers you were talking about. She said we need a cringe sound, a cringe button. 
for all my <laughs> jokes. Get wrecked, bro. Roasted. Wrecked. See, I see that proves my point right there. <laughs> but that was, that was a good icebreaker, guys. And you know what's even better than an icebreaker? Is a hot take. Ha. Oh shit! Like Segway. pancakes? No, those are flapjacks. Who's Jack? Hot cakes. Hot cakes. I think we Hot had that cakes. conversation. <laughs> I think we had that conversation before too, and I said the same exact thing. I said flapjacks, <laughs> but you were talking about hotcakes. Are hotcakes hot cakes. actually pancakes? Are they in the same family? Who even calls them hotcakes? Is that a northern thing or like a Georgia thing or like? It's a McDonald's thing. George said it's apparently. It's a McDonald's McDonald's thing. thing. That's that's a McDonald's breakfast. That's what they call it. They call it hotcakes. Hotcakes. Yeah. Okay. One word or two. I think I would assume one. Yeah, I'd assume one. Double T. Oh, double T is hot takes. I don't know how to spell. I I don't get breakfast at breakfast places or at um fast food places. I don't know. Breakfast at fast food places kind of freaks me out. I like hash browns from good. fast food places. What? Hash browns from fast food places is good. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But let's get into this this hot take. Now, Ooh. the world is divided into two camps. The right camp and the wrong camp. Now, let me tell you about the right camp. We're talking pouring cereal okay oh no the right (laughs) camp the correct way to do it is the way that i do it which is (laughs) you get a bowl you get a bowl you get a bowl yes the bowl milk in it you put some cereal in it you have a delicious breakfast wait wait you put the milk first first? okay the wrong camp (laughs) is everybody else on this podcast everybody else that gets a bowl, you put cereal in, and then you put milk in. Yeah. Okay? But we're not here to debate, you know, one versus the other. We're here to introduce a compromise. What if mm-hmm. you get a bowl, you put in some milk, uh-huh. you put in some cereal, you put in okay. some more milk, you put in some more cereal, <laughs> you, put, <laughs> you put in some more milk, and now you got a parfait of cereal. I'm just imagining your bowl is overfilling at this point. <laughs> Did I? Just... So you're telling me the milk is on top. You're telling me you end with milk. <laughs> yeah, it's like a milk sandwich. That shit about to be soggy as hell. N- Anna, all of the materials go into one spot. It doesn't matter how many times you pour them. They end up in the bowl. But we're technically doing both ways. You know, you're putting in the milk first, and then you're putting in the cereal first. So you're, you're just, just over, you're overcomplicating your life in the. You know what? By doing my dad that. did teach me to measure twice, cut once. So you know, I think it's ma- basically the same. Exactly. Yeah, no, you measure twice and cut once by putting your cereal in and then pouring your milk. You're so done. you want me to put my cereal in twice and then put oh. my milk in? It never works. It. it never works. What do you mean it never works? I do know. Hold up. No, I do know because you have You haven't practiced. You haven't practiced. You haven't practiced making cereal. <laughs> no. <laughs> George, 
George has made me cereal in the past, and he did it his way. He put in the cereal first, and then he put in the milk. I was eating just straight cereal, dry cereal, for like six spoonfuls. I needed And then you milk. add more milk. No, but here's the thing. George's whole thing, and everybody who goes cereal first, their entire argument is the fact that if you put in your cereal first, then you know exactly how much milk you need. No more, no less. That's what, and George literally just said this a couple minutes ago, run it back. But in that instance where you made me cereal, I did not have enough milk. Therefore, your argument is flawed. Therefore, therefore, I am right and you are wrong. How do I know you didn't break the milk? What am I? You showed it yourself. Because you watched me eat it, bro. Is is it because you like your cereal very soggy? Yeah. No, I don't like my my cereal soggy. Who likes their cereal soggy? Cereal killers, perhaps. Well, we need another but I'm just there. <laughs> but I, I like, like my cereal to be, you know, to all have some milk infused in it, so it's not just hard. Okay, here's my argument. My argument is just that George doesn't know how to make cereal. He doesn't have enough practice. I do not think George's way of making cereal is wrong. I think that's the right way. I think you're supposed to put your cereal in first, then your milk. I just think George needs more practice with his own method because I feel like he didn't float the cereal enough. Okay, so when you put cereal in first, there's this technique that I, I don't know if this is a word. I might have made it up. If I did, I coined a new phrase. It's called floating your cereal. And you what? pour your milk until your cereal starts to float a little bit. And then when it starts to float a little bit, then you know you have enough milk. But if you don't float it enough, then the cereal on top is dry. But then if you float it too much, then your cereal gets soggy. You gotta have the perfect float, you know? So here's so here's my counter to to Anna's situation. One, this was probably like recently when we moved in together. Two, this was also with like brand new bowls that are black, so you can't really tell like He's blaming the bowls. <laughs> It wasn't me. It was the equipment. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, but for but for real though, like, so I also didn't know how soggy or crunchy she likes her cereal. So I might have shorted her. Who knows? Personally, I like a little more crunch to my cereal than normal people. So there's that. So you admit that you did it abnormally? Maybe that one time. You just said you like your cereal to be crunchier than normal people. Ergo, the way you eat cereal is abnormal. Ergo, ergo, I'm right. <laughs> and you guys are wrong. Thank you for listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't like this. You guys. Like, you guys. No, no, that's just George, man. That's just George. There's no you guys. No, nah, you guys. You guys have to stand with him. You got to ride or die because you're in that camp, too. Seriously, George, you're on your island by yourself. But the the whole way to pour cereal is a conversation we had, George and I actually had um, on a road trip back from West Palm. So I, I thought I thought it could be the merging of the two worlds. I thought I had fixed the world and I would I have brought brought I thought I had fixed the world and I would usher in an era of peace on earth. But clearly my cereal parfait was not a parfait. <laughs> 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 you forgot to um, factor in uh, the human factor of laziness. People don't want to open their milk twice. Yep. 
why are you closing it? Well, well, putting it down. I guess you could hold the jug in your hand the whole time and you just like double fist it. But you like, gotta no get them games, bro. What? You gotta get them games, bro. Protein. Is there protein in in cereal? I guess the milk. The milk know. more. I think. The milk more. All right. Well, I guess milk. then this matter will stay dividing the country. <laughs> stay remain unsolved. No, wait. Sure that's copyrighted. Anna, so you're not gonna change the way that you make cereal? No, because the way that I make cereal is the right way to make cereal. Said it, meant it. Try and change my mind. It won't work. Have you guys ever seen that Simpsons cereal meme? The what? The Simpsons cereal meme? No. no. That's how I imagine you pour your cereal. So it's this episode of The Simpsons and Homer Simpson is trying to be a chef. And he's like, I can't cook because every time I cook, I just mess up. And then they showed him making cereal and he poured the cereal into the bowl, which, by the way, if The Simpsons is doing it, that means it's true. But I digress. So he poured his cereal into the bowl. And then as soon as he poured his milk into the bowl, the shit lit on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Wait. So the cereal went first, and then the milk went in, and then it burst into flames. Yeah, I knew you were going to bring that up, Anna. It has nothing to do with the way you make the cereal. It has to do with the person making the cereal. All I'm hearing, all I'm hearing is the fact that homie put the the cereal in first. Homie. (laughs) And then the milk... And then it burst on in, on into it, then and then it burst into flames. Yes. Ergo, you put your milk in first, you put your cereal in second, you don't burn your house down. I'm right, you guys are wrong. Guys, for for reference, just to put this out there, Anna also eats her pizza backwards. So you tell me who's wrong. Okay, and I usually the podcast. You do the crust that's, first. Yeah, that's that's another that's for another day another conversation for another day irrelevant you only eat pizza backwards and this is this is law you only eat pizza backwards when the crust is stuffed for all of you listeners out there we're going to leave you on that little cliffhanger we'll talk about this next week we're basically at the end of the each podcast we're just going to roast me in the way i eat things so <laughs> Tune in for that fun. But we've been talking for a good long while now, so I think now is a, is a good time to close it out. Yeah, come hang out with us next time, y'all. Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening to our very first episode of the Peeps in a Podcast podcast. If you guys want to follow along and never miss an opportunity to come hang out with us and come, I would say come chat, but... We're doing the chatting. Listen. We're doing the chatting. Cut, cut that. <laughs> if, you never, if you never want to miss a chance to come hang out with us, uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram. It's Peeps in a Podcast, all one word, obviously because it's an Instagram handle. And by the time you're listening to this, we'll probably have a YouTube uh, channel all up, so all of our podcasts will be on there. It'll more than likely probably be called Peeps in a Podcast as well. So check us out on there too we'll put it in the description links will be in the in the description thank you guys see you next time bye thanks guys bye see ya